Girl, I'm so glad you're here. I know you're crazy busy. So before we get started, I want to give you a gift. It's my new guide called, wait for it, five steps to simplify your focus in five minutes. Now you may need this if you've ever felt like you're being pulled in too many directions. So you do a little of this, then a little of that, and you get whiplash from trying to do all the things that seem to all matter all at the same time, your faith, your relationships, your work or business, your household, and who even has time for fun anymore. Anyway, instead of throwing your hands up in exhaustion and opting for scrolling or binging, let's be honest, who hasn't been there? Set a timer for five minutes, open up this guide and go through these five simple steps. And I promise you'll know exactly where to put your focus right now. So you don't waste your time on less important things. Sound amazing. I know you're here to make an impact for him. So let's redeem your time. My friend head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash five, and I'll whisk it off to your inbox ASAP. And if you're multitasking, because who doesn't, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. Psst, I see you. Do you long to live fully present, to redeem your time as a faith first woman? Do you find yourself pulled in so many directions? You're spread way too thin more often than not. Do you find life hits you from all sides, keeping you busy beyond belief, double-minded and distracted? You are not alone. Welcome to the Simplified Focus Podcast. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just juggling all the things, yet you can't seem to pause the noise long enough to discover what that is. So you just keep doing more, thinking you're not doing enough or that you're not enough. But somewhere inside, you hear that quiet voice whisper, this is not the life he intends for you. True that. Hey friends, I'm Lissa, fellow faith first gal, wife, empty nester, and recovering to-do list girl. After trying to keep all the balls in the air for way too long, I was exhausted. And I finally let go of doing all the things. That's when God showed me how to redeem my time for him. Warning, his plans are always better than ours. Imagine redefining your God-given purpose and what matters most in this stage of life. Realigning your time and creating space to focus where it counts. And redeeming how you live each day to make a bigger impact for eternity. And maybe you're doing it all in your favorite holy jeans and Jesus Saves graphic tee. This is the podcast for you, my friend. Grab a cup of joe, brew some tea, or mix up a fizzy. And be sure to grab your journal or notes app so we can get to work. I pray that this both blesses and challenges you. Are you ready? Well, hello, friend. I'm so glad you're here. And I just want to let you know, this episode is going to be really special. Why? Because you've been on my heart over the past few months, but especially the past few weeks. So much so that I felt a Holy Spirit tug to set aside some dedicated time to seek the Lord on your behalf and to listen to what he had to say about how he is calling me to serve you. And let me tell you, once I got out of the way, the floodgates opened and I've been overwhelmed, in a good way, with all of his answers. He's given me new ideas, confirmed dreams, made connections, crossed paths, opened up opportunities, led conversations. I can't get the song Million Little Miracles by Elevation Worship at Maverick City out of my head in a good way. Have you heard it? One, two, three, four, I can't even count them all. Now, I know that wasn't great singing, but <laughs> you may need to put that on replay too. So, Today, I want to share with you two things God laid on my heart that he does want for you and two things 
that he doesn't. And I pray that you'll be blessed and challenged. Because like I said, you've been on my heart a lot lately. I see you. You're a faith first woman living in this crazy, busy world that is constantly competing for your attention. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just surviving the day, hitting snooze a few times after staying up too late the night before because you were trying to finish that project, then stumble into the bathroom to make yourself look presentable before you head into the day. Now, based on your stage of life, that may include feeding and corralling little ones all day, driving the school drop-off route and carpool pickups, volunteering at church, the shelter, the school, or walking down the hall to your home office where big projects in your business take up way more time than you have in the day. Then when dinner is over and the kitchen cleaned up, if you even get to that, the lunches are packed, the next load of laundry gets moved from the washer to the dryer, and you finally plop down on the couch with your phone to catch up on all the notifications that are waiting for you. The emails, the texts, the posts, the comments, and then maybe dive into that project you've been putting off day after day, only to fall asleep on the couch and be woken by your hubby when his show is over and find your way to bed, saying you'll just wash your face in the morning and then fall asleep till your alarm goes off and you get on the hamster wheel all over again. (laughs) Can you relate to any of that? I know you deeply desire to walk closely with the Lord. Oh yeah, you missed your quiet time again this morning and you barely even prayed before you ate. And you want to live in such a way that you use your time and talents to impact the lives of those around you your family, your friends, your neighbors, your small group. But life has a way of hitting you from all sides. Sometimes it's the minutiae and the mundane, or often it's the chaotic and the complex. And more often than not, it's a little bit of both. No matter what, life keeps you busy beyond belief, double-minded and distracted. It feels like you're constantly battling all of that which keeps you from living redeemed. And let's be honest, Since you're being pulled in so many directions, you're not fully present with the Lord, those you love, and those you are called to serve. And over time, you've noticed that this continued lack of presence is actually affecting your faith, your wellness, your relationships, your work, maybe even your finances, and ultimately your joy. Most days, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror in passing, and what you see is an overwhelmed, frustrated, exhausted woman trying to keep up with all the things. And although it feels like you never stop doing, you feel like you're not doing enough. There's always that obligation or an expectation or a request that you feel guilty about not getting around to, or worse, you start wondering if you are enough. You know that something is wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what it is. Is that true of you? But here's the thing, in the midst of all the noise from the world around you, you can still hear a quiet voice that whispers, that's not the life he intends for you. And you're right. You ought to be able to redeem your time to live out his plan for your life without getting pulled away or overwhelmed by life's endless demands. But that's not your reality most days. How do I know so much about you? (laughs) Because I was you too. And I spent over 25 years leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women, and I've heard the same story over and over, and I've even lived it myself. And that's when all the more we need to push pause, to stop doing and go back to being, and let him fill us up with his truth about who we are and how he has called us to live. So as I've prayed for you in the past few weeks, here are two things he does want for your life and two things he doesn't. Let's start with the doesn't first. Sound good? When I look at my own life in the past and listen to what women around me are telling me, I see a pattern of two things, being scattered 
and distracted. Do you see those two? Let's talk about each one and why that's not what he intends for you. So according to the Oxford Dictionary, here's the definition of scattered. Adjective, occurring or found at various locations rather than altogether, distracted and disorganized. And get this, the example sentence is, and I quote, with so much on her plate, she can be a bit scattered. (laughs) That's funny or not so funny because it's true. A little bit of you is here, a little bit there. You may think it's a superpower to be in so many places at once, but are you really fully anywhere? And if you're not fully somewhere, then what is the outcome? Ultimately, not much, if anything at all. As women, we have this natural desire and tendency to do it all. For a quick check, grab your phone or laptop and count how many open tabs you have because you're working on those things and you're going to get back to them. (laughs) On the other hand, multiple tabs open drives my husband crazy. Not that I would know from personal experience or anything, right? So is scattered what God wants for you? No. Even Jesus, when he was on earth, although fully God, was fully man and present with the people in ministry that were right in front of him. Either he was teaching in the temple or eating with his disciples or talking with a woman by the well. He was not trying to be both in Jerusalem and Galilee at the same time. And have you noticed? He was never hurried. And so that's not what he wants for you either. Because when you're scattered, when you're in pieces, you're not able to fully be his and fully with him and able to fully serve those that you are called to in the way that he has uniquely gifted you. So next, let's look at distracted. According to Oxford, distracted is an adjective that means unable to concentrate because one's mind is preoccupied. And check out this example of it used in the sentence. Charlotte seemed too distracted to give him much attention. Ouch. It's almost like the dictionary had us as women in mind with both of these words. So what's distracted look like? Do you remember that talking dog from the animated movie Up where he'd be doing one thing and then suddenly squirrel, he'd be distracted and totally focused on the potential squirrel. I see it in both of my dogs. Yeah. And myself, you too. You sit down to read your Bible and then your phone dings or the washer buzzes or the neighbor calls. And before you know it, you're off to something else. And then the next thing and the next that grab your attention all day long. And you never get back to your time with the Lord or whatever else it was that you had intended to do. How frustrated and exhausting does that feel? So do you think distracted is what God wants for you? Not at all. I mean, Jesus didn't get distracted from his time with the father by a ding or called away from a conversation by a ring. Sometimes do you too long for those days when phones had cords and hung on the wall? But he actually did have a lot of distractions around him. For example, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and even well-meaning people. But what was his response when they tried to pull him away? I'm about my father's business. And so he continued with what he was focused on until the spirit led him away. And that's not what he wants for you either, to be distracted. Because when you're distracted, you are not fully present to walk with him or to serve others. So now that we've identified what he does not want, us being scattered and distracted, right? He does not want those words to characterize the lives of faith first women. What does he want for your life to be characterized by? Are you ready for these two words? I hope you got your pen and paper or your notes app. Here we go. Presence and purpose. Did you notice those are the exact opposite of the first two? So let's look at presence. It's an adjective fully focused on or involved in what one is doing or experiencing. And this is almost getting comical. The example sentence is you have to put everything out of your mind and be really present. Amen, sister. That's exactly what he wants for you. 
When he said, I have come to give you life, life in all its fullness in John 10, 10, he did not mean full as in a full plate, but in full as in fully present. A life where you are fully focused or involved in what you are doing to serve or experiencing with him and with those that he has put in your life. Doesn't that sound like a much better way to live than running around like a chicken with your head cut off? For sure. That's how we need to push pause regularly to be renewed. And let's see what purpose holds. Adjective. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Intentional. Having as one's intention or objective. There was a new sense of purpose in her step as she set off. How fitting. I could not have made up those four example sentences if I tried. God does not intend for you to be all over the map, waste a lot of precious time, energy, and resources, and not really get anywhere. He wants you to have purpose in how you live that aligns with who you are in him and what he has uniquely called you to do for his kingdom. Now, that should get you out of bed the morning and give you a little spring in your step, right? It's apparent that a life that's scattered and distracted is not what he wants for you. And I'm sure when you think about the alternative of presence and purpose, you agree. And yet, do you really live in light of that? Do you live as if you are redeemed by him for a life of presence and purpose? As I was sitting in church last Sunday, when the pastor said the word redeemed in the sermon, he was preaching from Ephesians 1, something clicked in my mind. And I quickly turned a few pages to Ephesians 5 and found this verse in 15 through 17. Check this out. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming, or as some versions say, making the best use of the time, because these are difficult days, or in some translations, because the days are evil. So true. We live in a world full of sin and the devil would love nothing more than to keep you scattered and distracted because then you're of little use to the kingdom and really no threat to him. I would love to dive back into the screw tape letters which talks about his tactics and them keep rendering Christians ineffective and keeping them distracted. So hold tight for that. So in the meantime, what does it say to do? Be careful, be wise, redeem the time, make the best use of it. None of which include living scattered or distracted. Let me say that again. None of it includes living scattered or distracted, right? But all of which encompasses living present and with purpose. Amen? Amen. So I will never put that week's bulletin in the recycling because that's where I wrote that passage down, followed by these words. Simplify her focus, redeem her time. That's what he wants for you. That's what he wants for me. That's what he wants me to help you do, sister. Simplify your focus so you can redeem your time. Because it's not about just doing less so you can spend more time on the beach. Not that you can't enjoy that part of his creation from time to time but it's about doing less so you can live more of him. Our time here is short, so let's redeem it for things that matter, for eternity. Are you with me? I'd love to know. So drop the word redeem in a text, an email, a message, a comment, a snail mail, carrier pigeon, or better yet, come on over to the Simplified Focus membership community. That's where we're having conversations every day around how and why to simplify our focus and redeem our time. I'll even give you three days free just so you can look around from the inside at all the resources, coaching, and events that you get access to. Go over to lissafiggins.com forward slash join, and I'll see you on the inside. So today, I hope you hear my heart. You don't have to do all the things. Believe that you were created by God for greatness and a purpose. Be present. Simplify your focus. Redeem your time. Live for him. And friend, 
I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the Simplified Focus podcast. Hey friend, before you go, were you touched by this episode? I pray that it blessed you, challenged you, or grew you in a way that moves you to take action in your life today. So what was the one thing that God laid on your heart to be or to do? I'd love to hear. So I'll drop a link in the show notes for where to share. And if this podcast adds value for you, would you stop right now before this crazy busy world creeps back in and share this episode with someone that you know that's been praying for a breakthrough? And it would mean the world to me if you'd take 30 seconds right now to leave a review on the platform where you're listening. Yes, like right now, because this is the only way I know if you're actually liking the show. Plus, it just makes my heart smile. And I want to invite you to come join my Simplified Focus membership community. That's where we're continuing the conversation about redeeming your time and holding each other accountable to living it out. You can head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash join and get your first three days free. You might even want to check out my courses and coaching to help you take things to the next level to really make the most use of your time. You can go to just lissafiggins.com and be sure to grab your free five-step guide to simplify your focus in five minutes for when you feel like you're all over the place at lissafiggins.com forward slash five. I'll drop all those links in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. And I'll see you next week, friend. God bless.